0: And hello, and welcome, everyone, to the comic multiverse, where the worlds of nerd meet. As always, I'm your host, Joel, and Matt. I've only been gone a week, but it feels like forever. It
1: well, it's technically been two weeks since we recorded the Spider-Man: Homecoming. Uh, Spider-Man, far from, not far from home. That's this week. Spider into the Spider Verse. <laughs> so sp- many Spider-Man.
0: Too many now. <laughs> <laughs> was easy when it was just one two three but yes i guess so because we recorded it early and yes then a week happened in there but uh, yes i'm back everyone from geektopia i had a very nice time i know a lot of you watched my panel video and had a lot of nice things to say about that i'm very appreciative of that hopefully i get to keep doing those and uh, i haven't cut together the actual con video yet because apparently all the comics came out this week matt everyone
1: (laughs) i was shocked at how many came out this like this was this is like one of those weeks that should have been just like a normal week, but like everyone wanted comics out this week for some reason.
0: You know, we should have seen it coming because the previous week was super light and I'm like, oh, I'm kind of scratching and clawing here, you know, I, <laughs> I might actually get everything done before I go away. And then this week, oh, uh, oh, you thought last week was light, was it? Well, here you go, <laughs> motherfucker. Here's them all.
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm super happy though because like the week before, because it was so light, I caught up on all of my reviews, so I'm like up to date on everything.
0: But yeah, so I haven't cut that video together yet. I probably will. If I do, maybe I'll just make like a Patreon exclusive Mm -hmm. because I know con videos never really do great numbers, and that panel's already doing better than most regular con videos I do.
1: (laughs) Yeah, how was the convention? Because I know you going into it, you're kind of like, "Yeah, I don't know what to expect."
0: Uh. The area wasn't great. It was at the harbor, so it was, like, way Ooh, okay. on the other end of town. And, of course, cheap-ass me to save money. I, I had my hotel in the Satellite City out of town, so I had to take, like, a 20-minute sky train ride to get to Vancouver. And then I'm glad I chose to walk and not just take a cab or else I wouldn't actually have seen any of the city. Oh, wow. But, yeah, I got there. Everyone was super nice. Alex and Tony, who were running it, uh, they were great. Uh, it, it's in an old casino, so it's a really interesting building to have okay. a convention. Uh, yeah, met a ton of fans. I met way more fans at this show than I did when I went to London. Hey, big ups to uh Jonathan there, who's been a fan of ours literally forever, and I got to meet him for the first time. And he was nice. super cool. And I met a bunch of other people. Filled up my panel room, which is the important thing. That means that when yeah, I, when I pitch a panel next time, I can be like, no, 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 look, I filled up a room. I have pictures.
1: I did see that in the video. That was cool.
0: I was really happy about that. Uh, as I found out from the very, very nice uh, people who were around me who also had booths. apparently Vancouver just does not have a great con scene because you're only a boat ride away from Seattle and Emerald City every year.
1: Yeah, I I'd suppose that would be a thing. Yeah, you could just like, why have a con there when you can go, you know, an hour down the road, probably
0: to one of the biggest, most well-respected, longest-running ones. Apparently, yeah. lots of people have tried to start up a con in Vancouver, but it's just never taken. And this one, this one, they were smart. They're like, no, 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 only one day. We're not going to try and fill up a, a whole three-day weekend. <laughs> So I I don't know if they're going to have another one next year, but I'm glad I got to go because I've been meaning to go to Vancouver anyway. I I have a bucket list. I want to do a convention appearance in every major Canadian city.
1: Oh, that's cool. And it's easy to do because there's not many (laughs) –
0: Pardon, yeah, you know m- more than you think, though, because new <laughs> ones start up all the time. But yeah, I've done. That's true. I've done the East Coast. I've done Vancouver. I've done Toronto. Naturally, I've done London. Right here in Ontario, I'd like to do down east. I'd like to do Eastern Canada, like Halifax or something, next year maybe. Go to the Atlantic That'd... Canada.
1: That'd be cool. I should just look like that to Australia, because only our major cities get conventions, and there's only like five or six of them, so it's really easy.
0: Yeah, go for it. Just to say you did. That's that's uh, that's my bucket list. I was also looking at shows in Minnesota, because you know Minnesota has a border with Canada there, eh? and it would be very easy for me, don't you know, to just uh, hop the border one time and uh, go to one maybe in Minneapolis.
1: that'd be pretty cool
0: only to find out from taylor pechner another one of our fans to be like yeah you know the con scene in minnesota it's not that great so you know (laughs) pick pick your times
1: yeah but sometimes you get lucky with those small cons because sometimes they're really good
0: it's true and i mean because like like,
1: because of the small nature of them
0: intimate exactly they're not overly corporate and hey i'm not the biggest youtuber so i bet i could really <laughs> flex my muscle to get on in there hey i'm not big <laughs> but for your show i'm big huge <laughs> i'm a good get <laughs> but uh, yeah. enough about me how uh, how's your week been matt
1: it's been pretty good i i've been catching up on comics i i actually just recently watched episodes like 1 to 17 of young justice Ooh,
0: I'm, oh yeah like, uh, i just did a big one.
1: binge of them yeah the, the uh animated series and it, it's 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 pretty good
0: it's, it's good. pretty good it's good but you can tell it's a lot cheaper can't you oh yeah
1: oh definitely
0: that's that's what happens when toy companies don't put up money for it that's what happened yep. You uh, mm-hmm. you picked a good time to catch up to because they've been doing packs of three episodes and now they're going yeah. back to just one episode a week before eventually doing three for the finale.
1: Yeah, I deliberately like held off on it mainly because I I like kind of forgot the show actually existed in that big big gap from when they started part one and then now onto the final part of it.
0: A lot of people forgot the show came back and that breaks my heart mm-hmm. that people had to watch my video to be like, what? It's back? Yes, yes, it is. <laughs>
1: Well, it doesn't help that it's only on a streaming service that's only available in the U.S.
0: That plenty of people have a chance to miss, which might be why my video recap in-depth reviews do as well as they do. Thank you, everyone who's watching those and has become a fan of me now because of that. That is the best performing content on my channel now.
1: <laughs> nice.
0: I know. I'm shocked about that, too. And everyone's like, well, why don't you review other shows, Joel? Because other shows aren't this unique case. <laughs> trust me i've tried but uh yeah that's uh that's what my uh week has been looking like my birthday is soon my birthday is in a couple days and i'm thinking i actually want to do some streaming for that people can come and hang out with me before i go have a nice big birthday dinner
1: that would be awesome and also uh uh, a couple of days after this has gone up uh we've got comic-con san diego comic-con
0: Next week's show, like, this is a big oh, show man. this <laughs> week, everyone, because we're going to be catching up on news, we're going to be talking about Spider-Man, but, oh, man, next week is going to be huge with uh, mm. post-San Diego Comic-Con stuff.
1: Yeah, lots and lots of stuff coming from that.
0: We'll finally figure out what Marvel's doing now. This feels like the longest time we've been without knowing exactly what the release schedule is going to be. Mm-hmm. There was some interesting stuff going around there, call sheets for what is clearly uh, Shang-Chi.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There's some really cool stuff, and I think the Russo brothers were teasing something for Hall H, so that's really cool, and it's it's Marvel related as well, so that's good.
0: We're probably gonna get some more info on those shows.
1: Yep, yep.
0: Who's gonna come in costume? That's my question.
1: <laughs> who's this year? We we've had we've had Tom Hiddleston. Who's coming? We, we need Chris Chris Hemsworth in his brothor.
0: Oh, no, you know what you need? We need Anthony Mackie to come out and show off the new Captain America costume (laughs) is what we need.
1: That'd be cool. Do you think that maybe we'll get a glimpse of that?
0: Oh, I hope so. Well, the rumor was is that apparently uh, Falcon Cap was supposed to be in Far From Home but got cut at the last second.
1: Yep, yep.
0: So, I mean, that means they probably have a costume and it's probably done. Mm Mm-hmm which I am totally all on board for that. Uh, I guess uh, we want to hop in the news there, because we've yeah. got a fair amount to catch up on. Let's do it. Uh, so the first topic this week is one near and dear to both of uh, mine and Matt's hearts, something we've gently poked fun at, and I think we're kind of vindicated here, but also kind of not. Uh, Jeff Lemire, fan favorite of mine, great Canadian like myself, who I've never actually mm-hmm. never actually met. you know that? Uh, really i've been at several shows he's been at he is my white whale he continuously eludes me everywhere i go (laughs) and i'm like why why are you running for me jeff lemire i just want to be your (laughs) friend why does everyone i love leave me but uh yes he has been reteaming with a frequent collaborator uh andre sorrentino obviously they did that great old man logan they did mm-hmm. uh, Green Arrow. They probably did a bunch of other stuff. I'm forgetting, but they're they're a they're, they're a dream team, and they're going to be doing not one but two DC Black Label books. Oh, oh, the Black Label line, Matt, or as you were calling it, the Bat Label line, because literally everything that's coming out of it either stars Batman, a Batman adjacent character, or written by a famous Batman writer.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Well, th- this news flies in the face of that half at least. <laughs> To be like, yes, we're coming up with yet another new Joker story. But wait, aren't we already getting two Harley stories with Joker in it? Yes, but this is a Joker story written by Jeff Lemire, drawn by Sorrentino, and apparently it is also going to be attempting to tackle uh, the Joker as it relates to real-world mental health issues, which is interesting.
1: Yeah, which I feel was probably going to be another origin story, so that's 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 technically three we're getting, probably in the space of a couple of months, and probably then we've got like three Jokers coming out as well. Is
0: that coming out? I'll believe it when <laughs> I have it in my hand. hey
1: well doomsday clock has been been delayed yet again so Yeah. yeah probably not
0: and you know i i feel i feel what this story is i feel like jeff lemire and sorrentino went to the dc offices and they're like guys we have a great pitch for the second book a question book we want to make it about you know the death of vic sage and you know he's stuck in this time loop and you know it's really interesting and really cool and they're like oh that's great jeff can you work a batman thing in there somewhere uh, you,
1: you know what it was they they like they pitched it and it's like yeah question we'll do that and then like later on they're like ah just make sure you do something batman as well and it's like oh we'll do a joker we'll do a joker book as well
0: i, I feel like doing a joker book and doing something batman related is like the toll you have to pay now at dc black yeah. label where it's like offer up your bat stories to us and you may be given a boon to write something you actually want <laughs>
1: Yeah, that that's like the uh, the membership fee, like one Batman story, or you know, or adjacent character to Batman story, and then you can write whatever you want.
0: Like, don't get me wrong, I'm psyched for both. I'm gonna read both. I love the creative team, but still, that Joker pitch feels like something where it's like, oh yeah, I got I, I got a Joker pitch. Um, um, yeah, j- Joker- like something
1: cut. Ca- something came up within like five minutes like j- joker m- mental health will do that
0: yeah that's that's very hot right now it's like ah oh, jeff andre you did it again son you did it it's gonna be gangbusters I am that to- is that dan didio <laughs> that's dan didio joe casada how did you get in here ah oh, your window was open <laughs> i'm going through your trash <laughs> yeah we know yeah <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, both of these sound cool. I'm really excited for the Question story because Question is totally the sort of character who should be getting black label books.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that that that's the type of character that should... And he's getting kind of popular again now thanks to Bendis using him in uh, Leviathan and everything.
0: Both versions of the Question, Renee yeah. Montoya and Vic Sage, are getting yeah. stealth pushes at DC right now. Bendis is making the Question a focal point of event Leviathan... <laughs> And obviously when Greg Ruck is back, it's like, what, did you think I wasn't going to write about Rene Montoya question <laughs> when I took this gig? Duh. <laughs> obviously I'm going to write about this character again. And he did. He did. Man, you know, that Lois Lane video is the only video I ever had to turn the comments off on. And I did it preemptively because <laughs> I knew it was going to attract all the worst brain donors the internet has to offer. And I was away, which means I couldn't be, you know, screening my comments as I do. That's my thing. I got no problem kicking bad people out. You know, I'm the bouncer of my own channel. That's mm-hmm. fine. But it's like, I'm away. I'm doing shit. I can't be screening <laughs> all these comments. So I'm like, off. And obviously because, you know, some people get so offended even by that. How dare you turn off the comments on this video? I wanted to yell and complain at you, Joe. I'm like, well, now you're yelling and complaining at me on Twitter and Instagram. Well, now I'm just going to block you. What did you think was going to happen? (laughs) Did you think you were so important that I'm like, oh, well, he said this. So clearly I have to listen. I don't.
1: Yeah, I I, I got some really great, great ones like, 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 like like journalism, this type of journalism isn't real journalism because they use a laptop and, you know, ask questions to their sources. That's not journalism uh, at all.
0: uh, Where's your degree? Yeah, I didn't think so. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> also too you know I, I asked myself i'm like really a lois lane book right now I, I wonder why of all the things uh rucka could want to write he wants to write this then i read that first issue i'm like oh i get it now actually lois lane crusading journalists sticking up for journalists who are being you know kowtowed and bullied that makes a lot of sense actually and it's very <laughs> timely who will speak for the journalist lois lane will
1: yeah the, the 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 first journalist if you will
0: yeah i like that a lot actually and you know i imagine this book will probably lead read really well in trade as a lot of rocker books do yeah but uh yeah so that's the jeff lemire news everyone there more more black label books coming down the pipeline it it ain't dead it's got no dicks but it ain't dead
1: yeah and i'm sure sh- i'm sure we're gonna get more oh. at um at san diego comic-con more batman books
0: How many more? All of them.
1: Uh, All of them. All of them.
0: All of them. But hey, you know, from uh, one imprint to an app, and we uh, had talked about this a little before there when we talked about Young Justice, uh, the fate of the DC Universe app, kind of up in the air in the moment. It hasn't opened in any other countries yet. They're kind of behind on that swamp thing had to get canceled maybe it was murdered maybe they just mishandled it to death no one really knows but what we did know is that warner brothers was trying really hard to start their own app and obviously it's like well this you know this this uh, this plane of entertainment is really getting full can two apps exist that are subsisting on pretty much the same content and the answer was yeah it's gonna stick around well Warner Brothers also puts a bunch of stuff into the HBO app.
1: Yeah, the HBO Max, which which is really strange because they they released a big uh, video teasing it and everything, and it included Doom Patrol stuff.
0: Yes, and like... Which
1: which is really strange because Doom Patrol is on the DC Universe app, not the HBO Max app.
0: And Supergirl, or uh, yeah, Supergirl and Batwoman also. They had pictures of that on the app. It's like, oh, so are they... Are they getting the CW stuff? Or are they just getting some of the CW stuff? Because Netflix isn't going to have it anymore. But the DC Universe app doesn't have the CW stuff yet. So it's like it's a bit of a mess.
1: Yeah. Is is it only going to get the the quote unquote popular stuff, like with Doom Patrol? Like since that did so well, is that going onto the app? Whereas all like their garbage, like Titans and a little bit of Swamp Thing, going onto onto the app onto the DC Universe app?
0: what i heard when they talked about the dc universe app was like oh it's sticking around i'm like it's sticking around for now until Mm -hmm. you finish your contractual obligations like obviously that harley quinn show is still coming out that Mm star girl show is still in development they have stuff coming out to you know new content to feed this app but what happens when they're all done
1: well see that's the thing like they they could announce something at at san diego comic-con but as of now they only have the Harley Quinn thing, the Titans season two and Stargirl, like they're the, they're the only things they have in production. Yeah. And, and like Stargirl is meant to be coming out like by the end of the year. And I imagine Titans is like start of next year, along with the Harley Quinn show. So probably this time next year, if nothing is announced, we probably won't have that app anymore
0: again too,
1: or or if, or if they, they they'll pivot and and change it to a comics only app like Marvel Unlimited which it should have been to begin with
0: which they are they have some comics but not all the comics
1: yeah that's that's one of the things I was getting into an argument with someone on Twitter is like they don't have everything like why would I want to pay for it
0: and they have whereas I can
1: like, pay for Marvel Ultimate and it's like everything
0: they have cartoons too but not all the cartoons they have older yeah. movies but not all the movies though.
1: Mm-hmm. yeah
0: which again if they can really figure out what they are, really buckle down on it, and like you said, give me access to everything, then maybe you could make it. Yeah. Again, I don't know how long you will last without original content when it seems like HBO is just like digging through here, it's like, hmm, yes, Doom Patrol, this is a proven success, we'll take that now.
1: Yeah, we'll take that. We'll take maybe Swamp Thing, we'll take this and that, and yeah, just picking it clean.
0: Yeah, we'll we'll take what we like. You can you can keep the other things. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a weird time, and I feel like we're gonna keep telling stories like this in this new uh, era of app television that we're in. Mm-hmm. Apps have become the new television channels, Matt.
1: <laughs> they have. They really have.
0: And it, it's, I, I I
1: can't remember the last time I watched TV, which is like the worst because it's like my line of work, so. <laughs>
0: Yeah, same here. It's the damnedest thing. There's too much entertainment. My uh, my other co-host, Sal on Comic Pop, says that all the time, that there's too much entertainment jockeying for our attention. There's not enough hours in the day. I can't remember the last time I finished a video game, and I hate that I have to say that. Now, I used to make fun of people yeah. who said that.
1: Yeah, yeah, I, I'm i in completely agreement with you. I, I can't – what was the last video I think, like, Spider-Man was the yeah. last game I finished –
0: Maybe Kingdom Hearts, maybe Mortal Kombat. But yeah, that's it's so long. And I'm doing the stupidest thing too. I'm like, oh, the Watch Dogs is coming out. I never did beat Watch Dogs 2. Maybe I should replay some of that. And then meanwhile, I've got like Persona 3 over here and a bunch of other shows. I was like, hey, asshole, you didn't finish us. Don't start something that's what, new. That's what I'll do
1: the last two, two weeks. I've just been getting back into Witcher 3. And it's like, I've played this. I've completed this 100%, but I'm playing it again.
0: Hmm. See, I, I never finished it the first time, I'll have to do that as well. And Witcher and Witcher is amazing.
1: It is, it really is.
0: I again I need I need an intern, Matt. We need a comic multiverse Cape Joel intern who can just do all the busy work for us so we can have more time to be entertained. <laughs> That's, that's what we really need. Hey, there's, there's a college not far from where I live. Admittedly, it's like a fishing and game college, but surely they have some like underpaid media studies department. It's like, yeah, come, come, come to my condo and y'all teach, I'll teach you about YouTube shit. I'll teach you about like new media and everything. And you know, yeah, you'll be learning on the job. It'll be great. It'll be great. (laughs) <laughs> but in reality, I'd just be like, yo, go, go to the store, get me another iced coffee. It's too hot. Hey, man, can <laughs> just,
1: you... just asking for us coffees.
0: Yeah, hey, hey, hey man, can you, like, turn my laundry on and everything? It's been sitting there for a couple days. <laughs> hey, hey man, here, I recorded this video. Can you edit it for me right quick? Yeah, you'll be learning a lot about deadlines and everything. <laughs> you know, f- f- friggin' polish up this script a little bit. Put another pop culture reference or another dick joke in it, please. <laughs>
1: yeah please, please just write this like five thousand word review just please and just publish it on the website under my name please
0: yeah really and now and now you know how my process is everyone add another dick joke <laughs> or another pop culture reference <laughs> and then you're good but uh yeah this this fate of the dc universe at man i don't know i'll be surprised if we're going to be talking about it again next year after all these shows have come out
1: yeah yeah which is a shame because it could have been so good but it yeah it could have been a
0: good idea i think they they knew they wanted to be in the app game. They didn't exactly know what it was going to take to stay in it.
1: Yeah, it felt felt kind of rushed into it.
0: Yeah, plenty of people can start it. And here's the thing, too. I know for a fact, it was actually delayed internally before we actually got it. Yeah. It was supposed to come out months before it actually did, so just ooh, ooh.
1: But can you imagine if it came out months before it actually did? Like, what would have been on it? Like, it would have been bare.
0: You would think so, yeah yeah also to another thing i don't like about the dc universe app i like that you have original programming uh doom patrol modern masterpiece we're going to be talking about this for a long time why do you make me watch it weekly when everyone else <laughs> has their stuff out all at once
1: yeah yeah
0: <laughs> i do not like that
1: yeah i can see what why they're doing it like it, it they, they want to go back to like the 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 tv golden age where you have to wait a week and you can discuss the episode and what's gonna happen next but yeah just give it a thought out
0: i feel that was a money saving they're like no if we give them the show now they'll just watch it and cancel
1: that's true yeah they'll watch it in a day then cancel but if we stretch it out over two months
0: like at least with young justice i'm like okay that's animation animation takes a long time
1: Mm -hmm. yeah
0: Um, but with this it's like i you're clearly done these are clearly all finished (laughs) why do why do i have to wait (laughs) but uh all right moving on from there to hilariously enough another joker centric story what are the odds of that Uh, oh boy the creative team was announced uh this week for the special uh joker one shot that we'll be getting as part of year of the villain and holy shit the creative team they got on this is goddamn insane for starters it's john friggin carpenter horror legend
1: yeah hell yeah
0: but here's the thing, too. They, they announced that all week. They didn't announce he actually has a co-writer, but the co writers really fucking cool, too. Yeah. Anthony Birch, It's which is a name I'm sure many people are like, Anthony Birch, Anthony Birch, where have I heard of that before? Well, if you're a fan of YouTube video game comedy, you may have seen his series, Hey, Ash, What You Playing?, uh, which starred him and his sister, Ashley Birch, who is a big deal voice actress now. She's uh, in the new season of Final Space. She's in a bunch of stuff he also wrote borderlands 2 you know the one you like he's the reason borderlands is as cool as it is and how it went from an all right looter shooter to actually a big franchise He's that guy. Uh, he also has a hilarious Dungeons & Dragons podcast right now called Dungeons & Dads, where the joke is is that instead and it's of, pretty awesome. It is, where the joke is, is like, instead of playing, like, you know, dwarves and elves, they play, like, schlubby middle-aged dads from yeah. our world. It's, <laughs>
1: this is so great.
0: It's really fucking funny. I love it. Like, it. it makes me want to be a better writer. Like, this is so funny, and they're all so good. But uh, yeah, he's going to be writing it too. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. Because he actually hasn't really written much right now. He wrote a bunch of stuff for Rocket Jump, which is like the Freddie Wong thing. Mm -hmm. but it's cool to see him get into comics, and I'm like, ooh, I hope you keep doing this. Uh, Full disclosure, actually, when I knew he was writing this, I fired off an email at his official site, like, hey, can I interview you, please? I'm a big fan of your stuff. I just want to (laughs) talk to you. And he was very nice about my fanboying. He's like, oh, I just got to ask DC. So, like, he CC'd in the guy from DC, and they're like, oh, we're not doing any interviews now, but, you know, we'll talk to you again closer to the actual release. And I'm like, all right, then. I will hold you to that.
1: that's awesome but yeah this this is like a really great uh writing team for for the joker because i i imagine they've got to bring something new like actually new to the character
0: a guy who's genuinely creepy and genuinely scary in john carpenter and a dude who's genuinely funny in anthony birch (laughs) you put that together and that's really what the joker should be yes
1: the only thing I'm disappointed in is it's not, like, some movie or something, so we don't get a cool John Carpenter score with oh, it.
0: that would be fun.
1: Maybe he can just score, like, make a Spotify playlist. It's like, listen to this while you read the comic. Oh, that's... Like they did with Metal.
0: Exactly. It's like, what do you mean I can't make music for this comic book? Well, I <laughs> <Yeah>. already did. <laughs> Thanks, John. But yeah, I'm super excited for that. You know, we can we, we can debate back and forth the creative, uh, what's the word, the actual creative worth of Year of the Villain as it stands. But if we're gonna get cool team ups like this, I'm down for it.
1: Yeah, I, I'm I'm all for that. I'm interested to see who they're gonna get for like the other books because the other books in in the the villains month, not villains month thing, are definitely gonna have to be good. Like, isn't there a Lex Luthor one coming as well?
0: Yes, there's a Luthor one uh who i guess he's apex lex now uh mm-hmm. there's a riddler one that's going to be written by mark russell fa- fan favorite mm-hmm. yeah the show. yeah so you know those, that's
1: that's gonna be good
0: those are ones that have de- you read second coming this week i didn't get to read second coming but you seem to enjoy it oh it
1: was fucking awesome I, it was so good
0: <laughs> I, I gotta catch up on that and i gotta catch up on wonder twins those are those are definitely videos i'm going to do for the story so far here's a question did your video on second coming get demonetized
1: it did not, and I'm surprised. Cause I I, I readied myself because I put up the uncensored one uh, because it's full of like dicks and titties and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Uh, I put that up with the fear that it probably would immediately get get done. So I did a second video where it had it censored and everything mm-hmm. just in case. But didn't didn't do anything. In fact, I've only had one comment on the whole video, and it's a guy saying, "I'm Christian and I like this and I understand why people are mad, but I'm not mad." That's and I'm like. Cool. This is I I'm caught off guard by this.
0: I mean this you know, to to quote Eric Bischoff here, controversy creates cash. And I'm sh- I I'm surprised we didn't have more of an uptake in that where it's like, oh, it's the book D C didn't want you to read. But I guess in the end no one was really mad. There really wasn't any controversy. It's just the weird <laughs> regime at D C right now, who like if you just fart in their general direction they're like oh no cancel <laughs> yeah.
1: everything i i had a theory about this i had a theory why dc canceled it and it wasn't no like controversy with the like religious content of the mm. book it was because it had dicks and titties in it mm, like probably. like and, and they they panic like you've seen what the, how they are with their um their black label books how they 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 got like they basically shuttered batman damned so yeah. like that like got the delayed ridiculously before it ended because uh there was a shadowy penis in it.
0: Yeah. Which I think you might actually be onto something, Matt, that yeah, that book is like, oh well we're already getting a little pushback from this. Oh no, the Batman damned penis controversy. Cancel, cancel everything. <laughs> we can't have, blasphemy is fine, but blasphemy and penises, no <laughs> You know, I wish I did cover that book because you know what I would have done to cover the penises and boobs. I would have taken my little Cape Joel character and I would have like covered them up with pictures of me.
1: Well, what I did was I took a face, the the face of Bron from Game of Thrones, nice. yeah, like like a reaction image, and just put it all over the page.
0: Amazing. See, this is this is why we need more nudity in comics. So guys like me and Matt can be more creative at how to cover it up. <laughs> that's what we really need that will bring us together and help us heal as a nation i
1: believe <laughs> but definitely read it like because i think it's the while until the next book because i think it's a very short series yeah. and and uh just speaking back to to wonder twins you've got until september to catch up because issue six is where the book was meant to end but, but it got an, an extra list. six issues so it's having a break right.
0: That's cool. I like that. I'm, gonna, I'm definitely going to do that now because we need, we need to support more funny books, Matt, is the thing. Yeah. There's a real shortage of good comedy comics, and good comedy comics don't last long, and it's a crying shame.
1: Yeah, well, not only are they good, uh, Mark Russell's book's really funny, they they have, like, a heartwarming story on them as well. They actually have a plot and story. They don't, they're not just goofy, wacky shenanigans, which I is think. what Second Coming, I said in my review, Second Coming could have been that. It could have just been a sitcom where Jesus shares a house with a superhero. That's like a sitcom, but it's a bit more than that.
0: Yeah, he's very good at that. I would say he has, like, a Nick Frost, Simon Pegg thing about him in his Mm -hmm. writing where it's like yeah we're laughing yeah we're parodying stuff but also there's a method to the madness and there's usually Mm -hmm. a a message under here like i know why this works is the thing
1: yeah that's exactly what it is
0: also too i feel like i need to support his work too because i feel if i just if i just tried a little harder to make people read prez maybe (laughs) maybe it would have stuck around
1: it could come back
0: (laughs) god we need prez now more than ever i'm like man this book came out when And and it's now, and it was still funny. and It was in many ways predicting shit that would have happened. (laughs) Uh, But, uh, yeah, moving on from there to another piece of news. Uh, Hey, here's something I didn't expect I'd get to say. Immortal Hulk outsells Tom King's Batman for the third month.
1: Uh, i told people it wasn't a one-off thing
0: that's 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 the they real they didn't
1: believe me they didn't believe me that,
0: that's the real news here for all the people who are quick to say well you know variant copies and convention sales and you know so on and so forth nope <laughs> it's just out selling it which you know what I think that's reason to celebrate, not because I have some sort of vendetta against Tom King or anything. Hey, he does his work. I don't care for it. I'm vocal about it. But you know, I wish the man no ill will. Uh, Mr. Miracle was great. His work on Grayson was great. Vision Mm -hmm. continues to be really great, but, uh, but the thing about this is that I think this really sells the idea that, hey, originality, consistency. And, you know, th- there was a third word here, but I can't remember because I'm not a writer, uh, you know, the- and a third thing, win out over more bankable brands.
1: <laughs> yeah, and uh, actually taking your time to tell a story, like a coherent story and uh, not, not, I guess, spitting in the face of the fans and, and thinking – you you were better than them as the writer
0: that your version of the character supersedes every other version that the uh that the comic reading public has read Mm -hmm. where obviously ewing is like oh i've done my homework i'm gonna reference so much old hulk and i'm gonna bring back so many things hey here's the sun wagons remember the war wagons i remember the war wagons hey remember betty ross was the harpy before she ever became the red she-hulk i remember that
1: yeah, I I I regret having to like stop reading that book because I had so much. Now that I've got like nothing, to like now that I'm caught up, I really want to go back and read those issues and catch up.
0: Oh, it's amazing. It's it's totally yeah, worth it. I've been
1: hearing it's so good.
0: And they read so quickly and talk about an idea that's never been done before, where it's like you know you mm. know what what if a villain tried to trick Batman into thinking he's been crazy he's crazy he's been crazy this whole time. It's been done, Tom, but you know you go right ahead. Meanwhile, with the Hulk. What if the devil and God started getting interested in the Hulk? What about that?
1: <laughs> yeah what if they started just fucking with him?
0: And also what if uh, Bruce Banner could call on all of his different personalities at will like a human Swiss Army knife? What about that? <laughs> I'd be like, that's pretty friggin cool. Oh, and it's a horror book.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's what really sold me on it to begin with I'm like oh, Hulk is a horror. yes, that's that makes perfect sense.
0: He is the first monster of Marvel, so it makes like a ton of sense. Yeah. And uh, hey, speaking of monsters, that actually is a perfect uh, segue to our next bit here. Uh, Ed Bresson, another Canadian comic writer, is apparently going to be taking the helms on another big Marvel story coming down the pipeline Marvel Contagion. Not Marvel Zombies, not Marvel Deceased, Marvel Contagion.
1: Even though Marvel Zombies is coming back, apparently.
0: Yes, that's also coming back, but in, like, a different form. Although, I think it was coming back in a different form, but then I think they saw the success of Deceased, and they're like, no, 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 change it. (laughs) I, like, I know a lot of people were scared when it's like, oh, we're coming back with uh, Marvel zombies, and they're like, but we're not really going to be following the heroes. We're going to be following a new zombie character, and we're maybe going to, like, you know, try and tone down the bloody murder of superheroes. Oh, wait, they like it at the other company? Oh, shit, Good. change it, change it. Because <laughs> I remember there was news about a new Marvel zombies, then it just stopped and calmed down. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, the, we we heard the announcement and there was nothing else.
0: Yeah. But hey, I like Ed Bresson. The cover we saw here is The Thing fighting a bunch of Contagions, so that's cool.
1: Yeah, we, we saw some art as well. It's like this weird sort of like parasite things all on all the villains like fungus and everything on Captain America and so it's, all that sort of stuff.
0: So it's more The Last of Us and less uh, Dawn of the Dead.
1: Yeah, I'm interested. I'm I'm intrigued to see what that's going to be and how they'll have to differentiate themselves from deceased.
0: Yeah, hey, I like horror. I like superheroes. You put them together. All right, I'm a happy camper. Yeah. I'm down for that. And uh, again, speaking of horror and magic and other things, I get to segue again here. Uh, Hellblazer, John Constantine, has not had a book in a little bit, but he's getting a new one as part of that whole Sandman universe thing.
1: Yeah, the Sandman universe stuff that spun out of metal uh so we we're getting a sandman book i believe yes. as well as and then this is i guess kind of spinning out of it but not really
0: is it, isn't the sandman book going on right now isn't it called the dreaming
1: something like that yeah
0: i know there's a sandman book but they're not calling it sandman for whatever reason yeah
1: dreamer or something yeah. something like that
0: the dreaming i only know about that because tiff uh covered it on the dc fan channel oh nice but yeah so hey more power for uh john constantine again i like it's called hellblazer now and i like it's in a different continuity maybe different rules will apply to it i don't know what the content of the dreaming and the sandman universe books are because i haven't been reading them
1: yeah it'll be interesting to see if they carry in carry over any of the stuff that happened to him in um uh justice league dark
0: agreed yeah because a lot is happening to him there in that book a lot (laughs) I feel like they're not going to. I feel they're going to be like, look, this is DC Constantine. This is closer to Vertigo Constantine, which breaks my heart, too. Because, like, yay, uh, Hellblazer's getting a new book. And all it took was for Vertigo to get, you know, killed. Mm-hmm. Ain't that some shit? Yeah. Vertigo and Mad Magazine, we lost them both, like, within two weeks. Wasn't that really depressing?
1: yeah it's it's a weird time in comics at the moment
0: in publishing and i know some people are like yeah. why why do i care if this old uh, comedy magazine went out of service i'm like well you should because the people who publish dc comics publish mad magazine and mad magazine was around for almost as long as batman and superman were and if one day they just woke up and decided to kill it dead who's to say they won't wake up one day and decide to kill batman and superman dead when they stop being profitable
1: Yeah, and not only that, like, you know, maybe 90% of the people that, like, said that, like, chances are some of the stuff they've found funny over the years has probably originated from Mad Magazine.
0: It's true. It was a re- it was a great breeding ground for comedy and comedians and of course from the magazine you get the show which, yeah, I know a lot of people will say, oh, you know, the show was the slow-witted brother of Saturday Night Live and it's like, okay, fair, <laughs> but we got Will Sasso and Mike McDonald and, you know, uh, Bobby Lee and of course, uh, Key and Peele. I don't know if you've seen what they've been up to recently but that show helped launch their career
1: yeah exactly it's it's an institution
0: it is in its own way spy versus spy which you know still Mm -hmm. you know still maintains i had a little tweet about this you know mourning the death of it and saying you know mad meant a lot to me because it was a cross-generational thing my dad loved mad and i loved it too and that's Mm -hmm. very rare that you can say that about a thing that you know parents yeah. and their children can share and that I think that ended up being one of my most retweeted tweets I think that got like over 500 uh, retweets which has never happened to me before wow and I'm like really of all the shit I say this is the thing. <laughs>
1: It, it twitter is a strange place
0: it's a strange beast also peep my soundcloud everybody that's what you're supposed to do in this situation yes yeah once
1: you get get over a threshold of like like five to six hundred uh likes or retweets you gotta you gotta pimp your soundcloud as the mumble rapper yep. you
0: are <laughs> yeah i give that man a grammy <laughs> i don't have enough facial tattoos yet but there's time oh man i was sitting there the other day being like oh god i gotta i gotta get in on these old town road remix jokes how can i make this relate to comics um um lobo rides a motorcycle and that's kind of like a horse uh i want to take myself to the old zarn road i want to ah fuck it
1: (laughs) too hard too hard
0: too hard i quit
1: (laughs) we'll pay the intern to do that
0: exactly once we get the intern intern put together a hilarious tweet that brings together comic books in old town road so i can retweet it no i don't make any money off that (laughs) stupid i do it for recognition and to fill a hole inside of myself are you writing that down that's good stuff intern write that down oh Matt, i think we got a great new character for the comic multiverse the invisible intern
1: Oh, like the one Jim Sterling has?
0: Exactly. No, I think he actually does have a real intern now. Uh, he probably
1: does. Yeah, no, but he used to do one where I can't remember what the guy's name, Greg or something. You right. used to always yell off screen at him.
0: There you go. Greg works for us now. <laughs> <Jim was laughs> He's moved to you. us. <laughs> Give me another iced coffee, Greg. Heavy <laughs> on the ice. Yes, I want chocolate syrup with it. uh that was a good bit but uh so yeah hellblazer uh we got two more or one more story and then from there we can hop on into talking about spider-man and i feel comfortable talking about it because hey it's been two weeks everyone who's gonna see it has had a chance to see it and judging by the box office everyone did yeah (laughs) this this story here is really less of a news story and really more of a told you so type thing which we do on this show from time to time but uh Hey, Matt, did you see uh, Superboy is going to be joining the Legion of Superheroes in Millennium?
1: I did. I'm pretty sure I called this, like, weeks before it happened.
0: You sure did. I think everyone in the know did. It's like, and so this is... This is Bendis' plan, how huh? This is this is his Red Dragon design. This is my design. <laughs> I will bring back the Legion of Superheroes, make them popular again in an event story, so I can take fucking John Kent and send him over there, so I don't have to write about him anymore.
1: So he doesn't have to write about it, and so and at this at the risk of of ma- of angry comments on this video, uh, he will actually become interesting. Mm controversial <laughs> i i got into it on twitter with someone and said this is gonna let him learn more about his father's legacy with the league learn more about it following in his father's footsteps if and right. if depending on who's doing it and i don't think it will be actually bendis i think no. he'll probably send them off to some other writer. so it will be done right shit.
0: i mean Jeff Johns wanted to write the Legion forever. Does he still have that one in his dragon chest? (laughs) Or have they taken all of his toys away now that he's not president anymore? Like after they they defeated him in a Highlander thing, there could be only one creative president!
1: Yeah, well, big big Dick Bendis is there now, so he he gets the... because they pay him ludicrous amounts that he gets the say of which, which characters he wants to use. I guess
0: Bendis is like, I want to do this and just show you I want to do this. I will make it rain up in here. <laughs> can, can I write the Legion yet? What about now? <laughs> oh, he's just, he's just making it rain, duckets, everyone. There's nothing we can do. Give him whatever he wants.
1: <laughs> but no, it, it it'll be interesting because like the character like. For as good as, like, Adventures of the Supersons and Supersons were, he, he's kind of stagnated, kind of just running in place. Well, never really did anything big.
0: I mean, I think that because they forced him to be that way because Adventures of the Supersons might as well have been out of continuity.
1: <laughs> With the last issue, it actually does posit the fact that that was actually all a dream.
0: Oh, seriously? I didn't read it yet. Yeah. Really? Oh, well, I guess that explains... Why Tomasi was basically allowed to make his own alternate continuity and say he spent his summer doing this, but they said he spent his summer going with Jura. Fuck off!
1: Yeah, it's it's uh, left up to the reader to to decide whether it was real or a dream or an alternate reality made by the hypercube.
0: That's unfortunate because yeah uh, it
1: was actually it was actually it was pretty cool but yeah it was kind of like a deus ex machina in that last
0: issue (laughs) i'm of the mind said that there could have been way more stories told with john but they just cut it short to be like all right we got to do other stuff now to placate these other writers who don't want to play ball with it but then again they made his friend damien a psycho again so like they couldn't have hung out anymore and if they did i'd be complaining why they're hanging out
1: that's what a lot of people who scream they want the Super Sons back to you to realize. They they kind of fucked up Damien more than they fucked up John.
0: It's not just about fixing John anymore. They, also, the Teen Titans are a friggin' Junior Suicide Squad now. Damien's yeah. a psychopath, so it's like, ugh. You know, they, they already ruined the young heroes. They're, they're gonna need what Marvel had. They're gonna need, like, a children's crusade book if they ever want to, like, put genies back in the bottle and fix this stuff.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: Which, I, I love that in Event Leviathan. Jason Todd might be working with Leviathan. He's been acting really sketchy. Uh, Damien, don't you have a prison? And
1: you're, the, you... <laughs> you're you could be Leviathan. You have a prison.
0: Yeah. Also, you're the one inferring that he's doing it, which you know makes me think the guilty person pointing <laughs> fingers. Also, wasn't your mother the leader of the original Leviathan? Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> shut up about all of that <laughs> with your valid points get out of here <laughs> which meant that's disappointing too event leviathan because like oh could jason be the next big villain of the dc universe no because that'd be a good idea
1: would it though <laughs> would it i like um, i get, i i understand like like they say in the book like why he could do it like with the grief of roy and uh everything of that and he wants to make things right in the world because of that and everything but yeah it's just one of those like red herring things
0: a, a red hood herring <laughs> I, I've just always rejected the idea of Red Hood being a hero because, like, he uses guns. You shouldn't He's be not allowed- a
1: fucking hero. He you is sh- not.
0: You shouldn't be allowed to use guns and be part of the Bat family and get invited to all the events and all the outings and everything. He either needs to be a loner antihero hero. Or he needs to be a villain, and I think he works very well as a villain as a living embodiment of Batman's greatest failure and the cost he pays for, like, literally deputizing children to fight in his war on crime.
1: Yeah, yeah, like, this is what happens when Batman is wrong.
0: Yeah, I I like the idea of a character existing to forever flip off Batman because (laughs) of that. And they try and have their cake and eat it, too. It's like, oh, he does do that, but he also gets invited to all of the things, even though he really shouldn't yeah but that's that's neither here nor there that's an argument i've been fighting forever but uh yeah that's that's the Superboy news everyone and from there we can talk about spider man spider man had another movie made a billion dollars
1: yeah, it hasn't made a billion yet but it probably will by this week's end
0: but it probably will because i mean what 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 else does it have for competition right now
1: it's
0: just hey <laughs> i want to see stupor i like dave Batista, and i like kamel najani <laughs> Man, did you see that uh, TV interview there where Batista was on there? And if we found out that, like, uh, when he was done shooting on that movie, he gave, like, gifts to everyone in the crew, and Kamel Najani felt so bad that he didn't have anything for him, he actually tracked down a super rare Bruce Lee lunchbox to give to Uh, Batista
1: yes because batista collects lunchboxes he has a whole room in his house full of them
0: he i think he has like the biggest most expensive lunchbox collection of any independent person and i knew that too from his time as a wrestler when they did like little behind the scenes crib things he's like oh and here's my lunchbox room (laughs) (laughs) and i'm like what an interesting thing to collect you're a fun guy Dave batista
1: yeah yeah that's cool
0: but uh yeah stuber i mean i guess lion king opens this week but again
1: Disney fighting Disney.
0: Disney fighting Disney. And again, you know, I get the feeling that you know could still easily get repeat viewings for Spider-Man.
1: Oh yeah, definitely.
0: But uh yeah, so Spider-Man uh or uh, Peter Parker's European vacation, which actually it, it actually takes a fair amount of time to get to the Europe stuff because the first half of the movie is just dealing with the fallout of what they call the blip, which I'm like, okay, that's fine, but I would have preferred if it was called the dusting. <laughs>
1: I I like that there's like multiple names to this like there would be in real life like and how we have like multiple names for stuff like World War One, like the Great War, World War One, all this sort of stuff, and so I like that yeah the blip and we get to see a bit we we get we get a really funny, uh, in memoriam sort of thing at the start
0: and it's this done like, perfect it, oh just mwah, someone who's done audio visual mm, yes that is the bad you know movie maker quality in memoriam thing oh badly cropped images just mm, yes yes
1: <laughs> perfect
0: it's it's everything it needed to be set to the perfect song too <laughs> which man i was not expecting that in a superhero movie <laughs> hey look what song we got
1: yeah that, that 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 was great I, I did like that we got to see like which is really interesting because we never saw it in an end game in like people returning and how they returned and how they just like sort of snapped back into re- reality in the middle of of a basketball game i thought that was pretty cool
0: whatever they were doing and they're like look we're still working to try and fix this and hey that's what aunt may is doing she heads up a charity now to try and help people displaced by the blip and i'm like oh that's really nice
1: that that's what i really hope for like future future films that if they set them around this time we get to get a little bit more uh like view of the world like post split where you've got like they make a big deal about it in this movie people who didn't a who were snapped didn't age but people who did did not snap aged five years so we've got like people like brad he was he was like a a junior in the school and now he's like peter's age Yeah
0: and him saying the other guy saying it's like you know my little brother is now my older brother isn't that some shit yeah that that's actually really good too because hey uh when we saw Aaron Davis in the first movie he says I have a little nephew now who we know is Miles he could be five years older now
1: that that's that's all this like snap was was for to make Miles older <laughs> just
0: so we could get that's fine I'm okay with that as we saw in Spider-Verse he's very bankable <laughs> But yeah, that's really funny. I like uh, Betty. Betty Brant gets a bit more of a beefed up role in this movie now, from like just being in those little news sketches in Homecoming to actually getting to be part of the cast. And they even pay a homage to the fact that her and Ned Leeds were a couple in the comics. I I
1: I, I love that so much, and, and how like how perfectly it encapsulated like a like a teen. Romance, sort of thing, how it and how it basically ended in a week.
0: Last the week of a uh, the length of a field trip is all it was.
1: <laughs> it was great. absolutely perfect.
0: Oh man, the the dude who plays Ned Leeds is just so perfect. It's like, hey Peter, we're just gonna be playing beast slayers right on the plane. <laughs> but but what do you mean you want to move to be close to the girl you're interested? In? Okay. Hey, yeah, you play we're gonna beast...
1: be bachelors in in Europe.
0: <laughs> Again, rocking more hats. He has an excellent hat collection. <laughs> <laughs> All, all the hats uh, for Ned there. Uh, n- cool thing, too, you know, Marvel always does this where they change around the trailers. All the footage we saw of Spider-Man at the uh, fundraiser for people who have been displaced, he was wearing his original costume, but here in the movie, he's wearing the Iron Spider costume.
1: Mm, they're, they're hiding things in trailers.
0: Always, always fun. And again, this sets up this idea where, you know, Peter really his, his, his like uh, journey for the whole movie, dealing with the fallout of Tony Stark, the man who was a surrogate, father to him, the man who you know kind of gave him the push along to reach that next level of herodom, and also being like, you know should I do I have the right to step up and take his place, or should I try and be my own person?" And the movie kind of has its cake and eats it too
1: yeah it, 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 perfect, it perfectly carries on that story that that was from civil war to, uh homecoming to infinity war to Endgame, game uh of peter trying to find if he can be iron man but also trying to get out of his shadow because he know because as we see in those early scenes everyone's asking him questions and if he's going to be the next iron man and take over and everything and he feels he can't live up to that
0: which are very fan questions and i think it's absolutely hilarious we live in a day and time where people can be like mm, spider-man there's no iron man <laughs> Where in the comics, for as long as I've been reading, it's been like, oh, Iron Man, you mean that C-listed best hero? Uh, He's no yeah. spider Man.
1: Yeah, the tables have turned.
0: All thanks to some pretty good movies. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's, kind of, that's his thrust of it, you know, trying to reconcile himself with the uh, Iron Man legacy. And that gets complicated when he meets our villain for the movie, Quentin Beck, who becomes, uh, I think, evil father figure number 644 for movie Spider-Man. <laughs>
1: Oh yeah, this is this is inverse Tony Stark.
0: Damn it, Peter, you got to stop trusting handsome older men who want to take you under <laughs> their wing and be your cool science bro. It didn't work out with the Lizard, with Doc Ock, with Norman Osborn. You just got to stop doing it. <laughs> you know what you know what they have to do for the next one. They probably won't, but when they introduce Black Cat, I think they should make Black Cat an older woman now. I think they should make her like a really sexually aggressive cougar to be like hey you got a lot of father issues let's talk about your mother issues while we're at it
1: i think that'd be really great that would that'd be, be really cool like,
0: like get like friggin uh i'm trying to think like who's a good you could cast like anyone in the role like get someone really good for that and it's like hey we're doing this different now <laughs> <laughs> you, you couldn't do it with batman but we'll do it here <laughs> But uh yeah they they do a lot of work with Quentin back. I would say they do more work with him here in reimagining a movie MCU version of Mysterio than they did with Vulture in Homecoming.
1: Oh yeah, yeah they they may they I think it's because they um it's they don't have to worry about building Peter up as a character. They did that in Homecoming whereas in Homecoming they had to like kind of do both Vulture and super and uh Spider-Man. Yeah. Whereas in here, they don't have to do Spider-Man as much, so more time for the villain.
0: Yeah, they make a really interesting version of him where now he is also intrinsically tied to Tony Stark and also feels like he was in the shadow of him and wanted to try and get out of it because, hey, he's the guy who made the holographic tech that we saw from the beginning of Civil War.
1: Well, see, that's the best thing about that explanation is that that's only from his point of view. And we see that he's a master trickster and uh, kind of unstable and liar. So you don't know how much of that is true. Like, he probably did work on the bath, but probably wasn't like his idea that Tony stole. He probably just worked on the idea.
0: Right, but he's claiming more ownership than anything else. Also, he's not alone because Mysterio is not one person. Mysterio is a whole film crew now, which I think yeah. is kind of amazing, of jilted ex-Stark employees, which I'm like, that's really smart. And again, they have guys who are saying, hey, remember the guy that Obadiah Stain yelled at? He's back.
1: Yeah, you know what's even fun about that? That that guy is, he was the original, he was a producer on the original Iron Man, he was also the kid from A Christmas Story, the kid oh. with the glasses.
0: Oh shit, wow, that's amazing, I did not know that.
1: Yeah, and he, I think he was in Iron Man 3 as well, like, as another character, like a background character, or it could have been the same character.
0: Could have been. Now that we're tying it all together, I I loved that. Where again, you know, we're still dealing with the ghosts of Tony Stark and everything, and the fact where it's like, yeah, everyone loved him because they thought he was a hero, but everyone who knew him didn't love him.
1: yeah Everyone knew who he was.
0: Yeah, he was very hard to work with, and I like the fact that Spider Man is now forced to essentially clean up a Tony mess still. Now that he's gone.
1: Yeah, I thought I thought that was really great, and. How they handled it was really great, How, like relating it back to the old, old movies and everything, it was, it was perfectly done.
0: The costume is great, I mean, that's, that's comic Mysterio.
1: Yeah, oh yeah, the costume was great.
0: It's, it's an amazing fish, translation. The, the
1: fishbowl worked for some, some reason, it somehow worked
0: two versions of the fishbowl too which i thought was great we get the Ooh, i'm mysterio master of mysticism look at me and then you have like him in what is basically like a green screen suit with like a big yeah. helmet over him and you're like oh we get both that's fun
1: yeah i i thought that was great that was the real mysterio costume
0: that was the real one just him with a big dumb bulb over his head uh, a great theme that i think is forming across all of these marvel movies now uh drones are fucking scary
1: <laughs> they most certainly are
0: how, how many marvel movies has it been like oh and then the drone did the thing seriously be worried <laughs> about drones everybody
1: i i'd be i i i hope in in like a sequel or another movie they they kind of start questioning why did tony stark have a satellite filled with killer drones when yeah. he when like stuff like ultron and all that like failed like what was that for <laughs>
0: I mean that just had
1: the... why was that not used in any other film? It I mean, could have been really handy in Endgame and Infinity it's true. War.
0: I mean that's just classic uh comic Iron Man to it's like you built a what and you put it where? Yeah, of course the villain's <laughs> going to use it. Duh. Spend <laughs> spend so much time thinking I could. I didn't stop to think should I? <laughs> Also, too, uh, what is that? We get to see some more fun agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. in this one, too, because Samuel L. Jackson is back and Maria Hill is back for this movie. But
1: mm. yeah, I like Maria Hill and Nick Fury.
0: I saw the movie with someone and they actually looked over to me. You you had told me the secret because I didn't want it to get spoiled. So I figured if it was going to get spoiled, I wanted it to be spoiled by my own hand. And <laughs> and the person I was in the movie with looked next to me and was like, oh, they're really acting out of character. And I'm like, mm, wait and see.
1: yeah they would see the thing is they they um they did it so again this is another thing with like illusions and stuff really building on that sort of stuff
0: misdirection and mysterio even says it himself it's easier to trick people who are already fooling themselves yes yes and that's again also tying into peter's journey you know i need to stop living in Mm self-delusion yep which is good theming
1: it's very very good but yeah the 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 movie like it's it's really well paced it's uh f- full of action it's really funny as well i like oh, that yeah. the teachers uh martin star and jb smooth oh, got more amazing. stuff to do uh, as a martin Starr fan from silicon valley it's it's fantastic
0: they, they uh, I, I love
1: him so much
0: they steal every scene they're in also too was jb smooth supposed to be the hannibal burris character recast or is he just a whole new teacher
1: I think he's just, like, a science teacher.
0: Okay, because I was going to say, I'm like, oh, was this supposed to be the Hannibal Burris role, but was he, like, hard to work with so they just didn't bring him back?
1: Nah, well, maybe J.B. Smooth was the guy he sent in his place like he did at the, at the homecoming, homecoming premiere.
0: He couldn't do it, cuz he's like, just just tell everyone you're me, That that, that they'll believe it. <laughs> <laughs> but you know jb smooth i've loved jb Smoove's stand up for a long time i always thought he was a really underrated comedic performer and just another instance of these marvel movies just doing the best casting for the parts
1: oh yeah absolutely fantastic they they the little parts that they have is just really great as like teachers who are like chaotic in like the chaos trying to rally these kids in the middle of like all these attacks and everything is great
0: oh yeah uh zendaya gets a really beefed up role this time she's basically doing the ned thing now a fact that ned even jokes about being like oh you're you're the new person in the chair huh
1: hey you're in the inner circle now you're
0: the inner in the inner circle (laughs) which i love too where she's like no i was only like 65 percent sure you were spider-man really you're (laughs) spider-man crap (laughs) i love she goes from excited to disappointed
1: (laughs) Yeah, to 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 then kind of like scared.
0: Yeah, <laughs> as you should be because it's like, all right, well now they have to kill you too. <laughs> You're literally in the shit. Uh, I I like the escalation of these Spider-Man movies where obviously in Homecoming, his big thing was like, oh, I have to stop a potentially dangerous robbery
1: yeah yeah that that's basically it and then now it's like i have to stop this guy from killing everyone
0: well well he as he even says only half a city i'm only gonna kill half the people in the city i'm like oh i like that he hasn't saved a full metropolitan city yet just half a city (laughs) in the next one he'll get to save a whole city
1: (laughs) yeah and and i I like it as well they 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 because like obviously with infinity war and end games like he's been to space he's fought thanos on like a, a an alien planet and all this sort of stuff like it's kind of hard act to follow so what do you do it's like you don't do the next big thing you just do like spider-man going on vacation
0: yeah which i like that and too. he just
1: happens to run into it although with like recent like people have been pointing out that like in early scenes of the film in the background you can see mysterio and like the people he works with like like as background characters around ooh, like peter that. and everything so like oh was this all planned
0: yeah it's true that that's what the interesting thing about it again it's a movie about delusion and illusion and misdirection so yeah i very much want to watch it a second time for stuff like that
1: oh yeah i'm sure there's lot lots of little things in the background that like give away the plot really early on that you never see
0: uh, I would say too the actual big fights he has with Mysterio, where obviously he's doing all the comic book Mysterio shit, where it's like, "Oh, you can't hit me because you're suffering these horrible illusions." Zombie Iron Man is pretty horrifying. Oh, uh,
1: that that's cool. I like that all of the all of the illusions when he was in that scene. are, like references to like famous Mysterio covers, like like the multiple the like yeah all big from like multiple spider in the mirror and all sorts of stuff like that it's all really great really really trippy as well like dr strange trippy as well
0: absolutely i was thinking there i'm like man this is the best batman scarecrow fight scene to not be in a batman movie
1: it really was it it really was
0: just super crazy. And again too it gives jay gyllenhaal a chance to talk and you know monologue while we're seeing cool shit
1: that's the cool thing about uh, about quinton beck he thinks he's a lot smarter than he actually is and and it leads to him doing that sort of stuff like like monologuing and doing the old villainous like i'm gonna tell you my plan because you're gonna die so it doesn't matter and all that sort of stuff
0: it's very classic comic book supervillain stuff but spun in a way where it doesn't feel trite or cliche
1: yeah and he has that that thing mysterio has that like performance like that grandiose before is that like he's got when he's like in that place with these people and he's running through like the the act and it's like oh we need to make it a bit more powerful to sell it and all that sort of stuff like that's all great
0: i'm putting on a show i'm a performer yeah. and how he has like different voice like oh no nick fury they're killing everyone yeah okay can we get a can we get that up a little bit all right yeah you can hear yeah. my headphones. yeah yeah it's it's really well done. It's it's a very underrated performance. I think he really adds a lot to this character. The pomposity and the fact is too. He's a quote unquote good guy for such a long time in the movie. You almost believe the alternate Earth shit that he starts kicking.
1: Yeah, yeah. That that's the really cool. Like the the change happens. Uh, the, the scene that it changes where the bar in the bar where once Peter leaves, it starts like turning into like a dingy like building was really well done. And that yeah, that's like over halfway into the film and yeah before that you're like kind of thinking, oh maybe he actually is good and something is going to happen at the end of the film that turns him evil
0: yeah exactly maybe there's something going on here but yeah you really do he, he you can tell that's one of those things where it's like you know let's try and like you know uh trick the regular audience and also trick the comic reading audience too
1: yeah yeah i imagine if like you're not familiar with the character you think he actually oh this is something from endgame and it's like oh he's actually not a actual like multiversal traveler and everything it's it's a really good twist
0: it shows that the writers and director clearly know comic fans and what will distract them multiple earths Ooh, multiple oh what's that ah mysterio was evil i knew that you didn't trick me with the multiple <laughs> earths but but, but but so that's a thing though right <laughs>
1: Yeah, no. What I found funny was when that was announced, people got really mad because like, yeah, he can't be from a multiple Earth. That means he's a hero. And then it turned out to be like that. It was a false thing, and they got mad that it wasn't an alternate Earth. And like, no pleasing you people.
0: Because they wanted to believe, Matt. The truth was out there.
1: <laughs> Spider-Man fans are impossible to pl- please.
0: It feels like that sometimes. I know the biggest complaint is they're like, oh, they're just making you know Spider-Man into Iron Man Jr. again. And I'm like, okay. Yeah, I will admit when he has the big, like, oh, I just need to be the best Spider-Man, I'll never be the next Iron Man, only to listen to Tony's song and use Tony's things in a very Iron Man-esque creation scene, I'm like, all right. But also, Spider-Man in the comics gets given a lot of stuff, too. I think people really underestimate that, that Spider-Man is actually given a lot of tech by Iron Man, by the Fantastic Four, by S.H.I.E.L.D. He does create a lot of stuff on his own. I mean, to me, he created the important stuff. He created his web shooters. He created the costumes. There you go. That's the he created stuff.
1: the base, the basis, and everything he's been given has been made him to refine himself into a better hero. He's well, like harder, tech, he hasn't had be able to get his hands on. Like, how is he going to be able to get his hands on, like, like that armor thing that was making his armor without the help from the Iron Man? Like, that's not something he can just like make.
0: Yeah, I, I didn't have a problem with it, and I also think yeah. too. To, uh peter's internal battle to not want to be seen as iron man jr is the thrust of the film
1: yeah it, it totally is like the scenes at the near the end of the film where he's talking with happy and everything and how happy says like you're not going to be the next iron man no one can be yeah so it's perfect
0: flash thompson also gets a hard-working mini plot in this one too of him being a dick uh, you know coming out as a spider-man fan much like he is in the comic books and then having a little sad scene at the end where everyone almost dies in europe and his parents can't even be bothered to come to the airport to pick him up
1: yeah again t- like teasing like there's something like an extra dimension to the characters like that's probably why he's like like a dick bag to everyone like he's, he's he's trying to regress those those emotions he has where everyone else has a family even the kid whose parents actually died yes. as a family in aunt may yes. but he he's, his actual parents can't are, can't be bothered to show up
0: are really shitty to him also too, hey being a big spider-man fan and at the end of the movie hey spoilers peter's identity gets outed what's that gonna do to flash in the third movie you think when he finally figures that out that he's been being so shitty to the person he likes
1: (laughs) yeah that that, that's that's gonna be interesting now i want to ask you something Do, do you think like maybe that 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 scene where he gets his identity added, it that should have been the actual end of the film.
0: Agreed.
1: Not not a post-credit scene because, like, I guarantee you, like, because there there will be people that will leave before the post-credits. There oh, yeah. still oh, is yeah. after all these years, and it's such a big thing huge. as well. Like, it's such a huge thing to end on. So why not just put it at the end of your film?
0: I don't know, I guess they figure they want, pe- people have, well, some people have come to realize that you need the post-credit scene to really punch people in the teeth.
1: Yeah, and not, not only that, it would have made the movie end on the exact same line Homecoming ended on.
0: Yeah, that's right, okay, it probably was supposed to be it, but they wanted two post-credits, so they changed it.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: I'm gonna guess so, but hey, talk about that post-credit, J.K. Simmons is back.
1: Yeah, as Alex Jones.
0: As Alex Jones, which, again, is absolutely what JJ was, and I like the idea where it's like, no, 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 dailybugle.com is a website, and it's just InfoWars.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, it's not a paper anymore, at least not a paper we've seen. Um, so, yeah, it's it's a new thing, it's, it's a new media thing, and it, it's exactly what it would be, it's exactly what J, JJ is in the comics at the moment, it's what he was in the Spider-Man game, it's what he's become.
0: And it's perfect, too, that J.K. Simmons is allowed to be here and he's allowed to be older and a little balder because, yeah, that's what Alex Jones is. So that's fine.
1: Yeah. It will be interesting to see if he's actually in the sequel because, like, I imagine, like, ah, we know who Spider-Man is. I'm going to bankroll this Scorpion project and all that sort of stuff.
0: Uh, someone said something genius again. It was probably Sal from Comic Pop, where it's like, "Look, if we got J.K. Simmons here now, and he's clearly just filming these on like a green screen somewhere, I hope he keeps doing these, and I hope he keeps popping up in every Marvel movie now, like little things in the background."
1: Yeah, he's not just like going after Spider-Man. He's like, ah, this new Captain America is a menace.
0: Exactly. I I didn't vote for this new Captain America. <laughs> he makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> which again i'm like oh do we want to go that far with him to make him that unlikable and i'm like well he is being alex jones so okay it, it
1: make him so unlikable so that when you eventually do the whole thing of him like reconciling with peter like he did in the comics it makes it like a bigger like effect
0: because it's got punch. because it's at the point now where i'm like i couldn't imagine peter wanting to take a job at the dot now but then again he hasn't become a photographer yet so who knows Mm -hmm. there's lots of places they could go and also too hey talking about shit they haven't done before outing his identity especially for like maybe one of the only characters who has shown how important a secret identity is to them Mm
1: -hmm. yeah it's it's gonna be very interesting going forward and i'm wondering if maybe this might like leak into other films as well like we find out like like in the next film, like they, they reference it or something. It'd be interesting.
0: You, you could go full civil war with this, the original civil war in the comic where Peter's like, Hey, Hey, captain Falcon. um, Can I come live at the Avengers base now with my aunt? Because like uh, everyone knows who I am and they're going to try and kill me. I,
1: I have a feeling with, and we, we have actually, we haven't actually talked about this and it's the other post-credits scene uh, where we learn that Nick Fury and Maria Hill are actually scrolls. Yes. And yes, the, they're the scrolls from Captain Marvel, Telos and his wife, sure. uh, who yeah, sure or whatever her name is, uh, again played by Ben Mendelsohn, perfectly again. Oh, I yeah. love Ben Mendelsohn in that role. Joy. I hope he keeps. I hope he keeps doing it.
0: Yeah, let him be a recurring character. He's a joy. That's really cool too because yeah, we've now done a complete f- script flip from the comics where now the scrolls are the misunderstood good guys and the Kree are the uh, militaristic dickheads
1: yeah i actually want to talk about that so the, the there's been like rumblings of like like the russo's want to do a, a like a secret invasion movie and all that sort of stuff there's a line in here from i think it's maria hill like in the movie somewhere where they talk yeah where they talk about scree sleeper agents so i'm wondering if maybe if they do secret invasion it won't be the scrolls who are the bad guys the it'll Kree. be the cree because the Krees kind of look human and it yes. wouldn't take much to make them look Perfectly human.
0: No, in fact, we know they do from watching S.H.I.E.L.D.
1: And we know they want to come back to Earth because Captain Marvel's there. There's probably all these other heroes that they want to, you know, try and get and brainwash or something with the...
0: absolutely now that we know that's their thing and that's what they do and they want you know human super weapons you know they failed with captain marvel but yan Rog is still alive the Uh kree supreme intelligence is assumedly still alive and wouldn't that be some shit where it's like oh yeah we've been planning revenge on earth all this time
1: yeah ronan did mention something in in captain marvel about coming back to earth so maybe before he went all radical they had a plan or something
0: yeah i would think that would be really cool also too hey you know uh accuser is a title now as we've seen so wouldn't it be awesome to come out with like a new accuser and a new pursuer for that
1: oh that'd be awesome
0: because there's been multiple in the comics ronan wasn't the only accuser and tanalath wasn't the only pursuer yep so that would be very cool. Yeah, there's definitely places you could go. Then yeah, what a, what an interesting take. We do secret invasion, but we flip it now. The Kree's are the bad guys, and the Skrulls are the good guys.
1: Yeah, it would make total sense for the MCU because they've made the the, the Kree like utter bad guys.
0: Yeah, they've been badder in more movies, probably because they didn't have access to the Skrulls early on. But still, I like that idea to try and change it up. And wouldn't it be cool if like Super Skrull shows up, but Super Skrull is actually fighting alongside the heroes now?
1: That oh, that'd be awesome. And I, again, that like post-credits scene because uh, the Talos has to like report to the real Nick Fury about what happened, uh, because because apparently Talos has been Nick Fury since like endgame interesting like maybe that was him in endgame at the funeral interesting. maybe
0: interesting.
1: um yeah he has to report to him and nick fury's in like space on like a ship
0: is it was it a ship or a planet because my first thought i'm like oh this is the scroll throne world i
1: th- i think it's a ship because there's like a big like in it's very blink and you miss it there's like a hangar and there's like ships and stuff, and i'm like oh is this like are they setting up sword
0: oh shit wouldn't that be something agents like is sword?
1: this him like setting up so because like why would nick fury want to go to space because it looks like he was in like a, a command role sort of things like is this him setting up like sword
0: let me let me get in contact with my friend uh, miss brand <laughs> yeah
1: she she she's dead though oh well, she was in agents of shield but that's right yeah. they did
0: kill off they everything.
1: killed her off but but they could easily bring her back
0: she was a scroll.
1: yeah she was a scroll in there She lmd she
0: she was a life model scroll yeah new technology that's fun (laughs) we brought colson back we can bring her back yeah actually hey once agents of shield is done maybe we can bring them all back and make them agents of sword (laughs) there you go we brought them back
1: uh that'd be great
0: (laughs) but yeah spider-man lots of fun
1: it is it's a great film I, i definitely think it will uh get even better with like repeat viewings I know. Uh, with like all the little details and everything
0: i don't know if it's as tight as homecoming but i think homecoming had to be tight because it was like their first at bat this is this is more they're like okay we get to play around now
1: yeah this is them flexing their muscles a little bit
0: definitely and i think i mean it goes without saying that this <laughs> is a very you know viable franchise for the future we're gonna get a third one we're gonna get more spider-man cameos and other things
1: yeah. What, what What do you think is going to be the like third one? Like, like obviously, it's going to be Peter on the run or mm. somewhat dealing with like having his identity uh, out. Do you think maybe they'll bring like like Kraven the Hunter?
0: That was the theory, obviously, because apparently, uh, uh, what is it? Mark Webb really wants to do.
1: Yeah, John Watts. John
0: Watts. Yeah. Mark Webb was the other guy. I was thinking spiders. You know, Webb. You know yeah. his name well. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They said that he really wanted to do craven and i'm like fuck yeah man sign me up for craven big crazy hairy russian with a lion vest hunting spider-man through the streets i'm down for it yeah
1: that'd be really cool i i'd like to see that i'd like to see like like because at the end of this movie quentin beck dies quote-unquote
0: seemingly but that's the thing he's an illusionist so you never know and even if he did die we now know that mysterio is just a hologram and a bunch of other people make mysterio happen and obviously there's been tons of mysterios in the comics
1: that's the thing like yeah you could keep like bringing him back but as a hologram. Yeah. Like like his 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 crew could still be working.
0: D- Daniel Burkhart was actually hired by J. Jonah Jameson in his first appearance to make Spider-Man think he went crazy by haunting him of the with the ghost of the original Quentin Beck.
1: Yeah, I, uh, there's, like, loads of really cool stories you could do with that character. And I'd like to see him come back because Jake Gyllenhaal did so okay. well in that role.
0: And you want the Sinister Six. You want him and Keaton yeah. Vulture and everyone else hanging out.
1: Yeah, that, I think that, that'd be really cool if, like, like... Mysterio wasn't actually alive like it was just a hologram that is part of the the sinister six and just is used as As like a tool to like scare Peter and everything because he thinks he's dead and everything I think that'd be really cool
0: and you could pull some shit where it's like, oh, you know The code here has gone, you know, it, it's gone nuts. It thinks it's human now
1: <laughs> It thinks it's it's Quentin Beck.
0: There's there's a ghost in the machine
1: Yeah, oh, that'd be cool
0: and, and we would be like wait was this real or was this not real again i'm mysterio you'll never know
1: <laughs> uh yeah i think so so that i'm guessing like craven's probably going to be next or like they'll they'll probably do so i'd really like to them to do something where like okay his identity's out and now like like jonas put like a bounty on his head or something oh yeah and, 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 and it's, it's like the early days of like the sinister six where like Matt Gargan, uh, you get Michael Keating back as Adrian Toomes and they've all like teamed up to like go after him. And like, like, cause we, we were defeated by him. So we kind of know him. So we know his like his deal and everything. So we can, we can track him down and everything. And you got Craven there as like the wild card. Yeah. He's just come out of nowhere just decided i'm gonna hunt this spider down
0: yeah who's this crazy russian guy hey as some people theorized hey what's uh what's craven's brother's name oh the chameleon what's his real name dimitri something what was that guy we met hanging out with shield dimitri Mm. you don't say
1: yeah people thought he was chameleon in this film
0: wouldn't that be interesting it's like hey you already have a guy named dimitri it would be really easy to be like oh yeah that was him
1: yeah, yeah. I, uh, lots of really cool ways you could take the film.
0: Absolutely, very much so. Uh, heck, uh, if they ever work out the deal with rights and who owns what, again, still have my fingers crossed for D'Onofrio to come in as kingpin at some point.
1: Oh, well i think it's like two years from when their show ended so and i i know like in recent interviews while promoting this film uh, kevin feige has said like he wants to use these characters again because they're so good whether it's the same actors or not but yeah dodofrio as kingpin like has to stay
0: totally
1: that'd be that'd be really cool like yeah like spider-man in like takes down one of his like crime gang like operations and just like pisses him the fuck off so we get like angry angry kingpin after after spider-man that'd be really cool we,
0: we get ultimate spider-man where this grown man is beating up a small child <laughs> yeah
1: yeah just throwing him around the room like yeah. he did daredevil
0: yeah i'm not some costumed guy you don't fuck with me and my money <laughs>
1: <laughs> you ruined my omelets
0: yeah really oh that would be so good or again, it would even be a thing like, hey, so like we know this spider guy is Peter Parker and he's really been hammering legitimate crime in the city. Hey, Kingpin, don't we all have to kick up money to you to do crime in the city? What, what are you going to do about this spider guy, Kingpin?
1: <laughs> yeah, w- 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 he's your problem.
0: Exactly. He's like, fine, I'll spend my money to get Toombs and Keaton out of jail yeah. and, and I will dub them the Sinister Six now to go kill him there you go because i can't be seen doing it but you guys have a vendetta against him so if you kill him my hands are clean there you go which again, money
1: please john watts money money please.
0: <laughs> which again I'm, I'm just ripping off the 90s spider-man cartoon when he got them out of jail and set the team it's up perfect <laughs> it's
1: the perfect it's the perfect setup like because you have all those characters there and everything
0: absolutely but uh yeah spider-man far from home Lots of fun. Uh, Ooh, cool soundtrack. I like that the soundtrack was actually songs from the places they went.
1: Yeah, yeah. A very well done soundtrack.
0: Not quite as like instantly rememberable as Homecoming and uh, the Guardian soundtracks because it's songs you've probably never heard unless you lived in the places that they went. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, yeah. Very, very uh, relevant soundtrack.
0: Yeah, I thought that was cool. I'm like, oh, yeah, this is creative. I like this yeah yeah so uh yeah that was the movie everyone surprise we enjoyed it
1: yeah uh, is it a surprise <laughs> Yeah,
0: and i think it opens up a lot of doors for where they could go in the future oh
1: yeah yeah as as the final phase three film and the final film to cap off this infinity saga it was it was perfect it was a good like palette cleanser from end game yeah. uh, as well as like like opening the doors to like phase four and what's going to happen
0: next totally and we'll tell you more about phase four when we know about it probably next week because comic hopefully
1: hopefully yeah
0: yeah hopefully we can talk a whole lot more about that so i guess With that all out of the way, everyone, I can start winding the show down. Thank you so much for watching and listening. It's always appreciated. Yeah. You can find the show over on SoundCloud. Uh, If you want to download a copy of it, carry it around with you. That usually goes up Thursday. Patreons naturally get it first before anyone else. Sunday night, once we're done recording, you can become a patron for as little as a dollar a month. We always appreciate our patrons there. And if you are a patron and you want a shout out on the show, just tell me and I'll give it to you. <laughs> only only one person has taken me up on that offer yet. But if you're one of those people who want us to say your name, we will say your name <laughs> on the show. Uh everyone else, if you're listening to this show, you're probably watching it on YouTube. Which drops uh, every Wednesday at eight AM.
1: Yeah, and uh, check out our Tea Public store. Um, unfortunately, we don't have bath water or uh, <laughs> urine bottles there. We we just can't. Yes. We don't have the technology for that yet. But, but we, uh, it's it's coming. It's coming.
0: <laughs> we, we will eventually, though. You know, we're, we're, we're working on. it. We're talking to a company in Taiwan. <laughs> they say they got the good bath water containers yeah it's, it's hard for me too because i don't take baths i take showers so i'm just like yeah kinda, like an adult yeah <laughs> I'm, yeah i'm just like trying to run around trying to grab the water it just, oh, it just never works <laughs> it's just a nightmare yeah i i don't sit in my own soup in a tub <laughs> unless it's a hot tub but you know those are harder to come by <laughs> yeah but uh yes thank you everyone for watching and listening most appreciated we will be back again next week for what will probably be a big show
1: It it definitely
0: will be So, yeah, thank you, everyone, and we will see you all again next time. Bye-bye.
1: Bye.